This podcast is brought to you by Oldport Batman. The hero the Oldport and Maine deserves. Portland's cosplay king and his wife Batgirl are currently booking Comic-Cons, charity events, fundraisers, birthday events, and any special occasion where you need your favorite superhero. Go follow them on Instagram and like their Facebook page, Oldport Batman, or you can contact them directly at oldportbatman at gmail.com. And this podcast is also brought to you by Moon Mama Herbal Apothecary. Moon Mama was originally a beeswax company, organic beeswax. But now we've kind of molded into an apothecary offering an assortment of goods like red clover syrup, lilac syrups, and joining our lineup for syrups and other floral hints is hibiscus. We're going to be putting that into tea form as well as syrups for everybody. As always, wax melts and candles, organic beeswax, but have uh, your eyes open and on the lookout for our new product, Lion's Mane tinctures and capsulated Lion's Mane for those that don't really like the tincturiness. Daily doses for you just to get your brain working the right way. You can check it out. Moon Mama Herbal Apothecary on Facebook and Instagram. And you can check it out on Etsy at Moon Mama M-E. If you mention this podcast, you'll get 10% off your old. Your mama. What's up? What's up? What's going on, people? Today on the podcast, I've got Dan Levesque. A cook at the Riverview Tap and Grill. Also, an avid psychonaut. Should be a great conversation. Enjoy. It's not, it'll catch itself. What's going on? Surviving. Yeah? I'm excited you made it. Me too. I'm also nervous. This isn't like what stuff like this. <laughs> That's what all the girls uh, tell me. <laughs> oh. uh, introvert and hermit. So Yeah. You've never done anything like this before? No. No? You ever you ever been uh, interviewed for anything? Nope. <laughs> I barely even have had job interviews. I usually just show up after they've told me I've had the job. Oh, shit. You get that one of those faces. If you came into my place of employment and I was a boss, I'd be like, you know what? Come on. Usually you know. I have someone, like, reference me and be like, you got to hire this guy. Mm. And, like, I just show up and they're like, here you go. Here's your job. Fucking right. I uh, I get lucky. A lot of my friends tend to be bosses so i get to i get to just shimmy my way into things with no portfolio type shit it's handy to have that kind of people in your it life. really is because <laughs> i i have no idea how to fill out a complete resume i never learned any of that shit i haven't since high school i really yeah. i really want to work mine out because i think i i have a decent like job list like yeah I, I think i'd have a really good resume if i actually wrote one out i hope it's hard right it's, it's a hard doing doing adulty things it's the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> I have some kids. You'll be like, fuck. Oh, God. I don't want kids. You don't. Finally, somebody with some smarts. Normally, I got to talk people out of it. Like They'll be like, man, I want some kids someday. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't no. do it. I love my kids. I love kids. Kids are cute. They're annoying as fuck, and they smell, and, that, and they <laughs> boogers all over you and shit. But, like, life's a lot easier without them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not even really a dog person because I can't really... I'm not good with them being codependent. 
codependent. Like mm. that's why I do cats. They give you attention when they want to, and they piss off when they don't. Or they piss on everything in your house when you don't give it to them. Haven't had to deal with that. No? No, I spoil my cats rotten there. They treat me good because of that. I, when we spoil our cats rotten, they puke on the floor. <laughs> I did have a cat that, like, would vomit these nasty hairballs everywhere. Really? But eventually I just put her on a different type of uh, specific cat diet mm. for cats with her type of fur because she was a different breed. She's a big Himalayan type shit. I think she had Himalayan in her because her fur was different, but she was still long. Sh- uh, she was a short-haired cat. Mm. I actually do have a Himalayan cat now. Uh, her name's Duchess, or she's my little sister's cat, but I take care of her. Is it that little cat you got over there? That little uh, tannish-looking gr- cat? Uh, no, the gray one was Baby. Mm. That's the one you met. Uh, Duchess is white and black. We named her Duchess because she looks like a spoiled queen. But, uh, yeah, she's she's Himalayan because her fur is definitely different than any other breed of cat. Does she shed a lot? She's less than a year old, so she actually hasn't had a shedding season. But we're entering into winter now. It's going to get colder, so her fur is going to come out different. Mm. And, yeah, I'm expecting to find white hairs over all of my dark articles of clothing. You shall. Yeah, yeah for sure. I uh, Our cat, Suh. They uh, look exactly the same, so it kind of seems like we have one. I love that. It, it's uh, their cunts, both of them. <laughs> Absolute. One of them. How long have has she? When's, when's they lived here? Three years, a little under, yeah. a little over. Yeah, she's lived here for yeah about three. I've pet that cat like five times. She just will not. She's not having it. <laughs> Every time she come near, she fucking books it. Any by the time anyone comes near, she's she's like an, uh, a legit scaredy cat. Sometimes she'll come out and give me some love, but that has to have food attached to it. Like I have <laughs> to be like she's like popping open tuna, and she's like, "Oh hey, rem- oh the guy, you're the guy that I like. Remember? Get the fuck out of here, you little bitch." <laughs> the other one is cool as hell. He's old as dirt, he j- but he just pukes all the time. No matter what cat food we try to give him, he just pukes on the fucking floor you set yeah just keep talking okay um <laughs> i don't know what to do i don't know if you've I, tried different diets i don't really know what to tell you because yeah. that would have been the first thing i suggested is just find a different type of indoor cat food or mm. specific for her his type of fur we but uh, it's not so much fur that he's puking up it's the same it's the food that he eats oh, yeah old. He's, yeah, he is old. He's probably like eight, 17, 18 years old. Do you feed him once a day or over the course of the day different meals? Uh, usually right in the morning around 5 or so and then at night around 8, 9. You could try breaking it up into smaller snacks. I know that yeah. working all day is it makes it impossible to do that for a pet, but I, smaller I was, meals he might not have to regurgitate it because there's less to puke you think he's just eating too much in one spot on one shot possibly because as he gets older his system handles things differently mm-hmm. and he's probably still just as hungry as ever yeah so he's gonna eat it and he's gonna puke it up we were thinking about trying one of those uh slow feeder maize bowls maybe those are gonna stop it but they're smart too so that i feel like they're just gonna dump the fucking thing over and keep eating yeah i want a water fountain too like a because that's a bitch refilling. I had that. a water fountain for one of my cats, and he would knock it over constantly. Yeah, 
just because. Like, I come home from work and, like, the floor's soaked, and he's just like, I'm thirsty. (laughs) You had all the water in the world, man. Yeah, lick it off the floor. (laughs) Fucking. I love dogs. Uh, I've only had one dog. And I didn't know how to be a dog owner either, so, like, I was was shit. I wasn't, like, beating the shit out of him, but I was, uh, I didn't, like, understand how much space a dog needed. And obviously it was had a pit bull because who fucking everybody has pit bulls. Uh, I want another dog. I want a big dog though, like something that, like I, I obviously can't ride because I'm enormous. But maybe like I could. The thought of riding the dog could cross my mind. Like a, hey, what's the name of that dog? Greater Swiss Mountain Dog. Never heard of it. It's like a Saint Bernard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he he got him. You touched him one time. It's a wrap. He's coming up to you. He might have heard us talking about him too. Like you talk about me puking on the floor again, motherfucker. Good boy. <laughs> he's old as dirt. I love it. He's got those that old meow. <laughs> I love those. He likes to run from the babies uh, because he's old and he doesn't want to get smashed in the eyeballs by things because yeah. that's what babies do. Uh, and then he'll sit at the top of these basement steps and just until the door opens back up. You can hear it all the way through the stairwells. We'll be all the way up on the top floor and like, what the fuck is a baby? And we check the monitor, check nothing. It's him. He's handsome. He's a handsome son bitch. I don't think I don't think I've showed my uh, my podcast viewers him, but he he's relentless. He'll never stop can't stop i'm down for that he uh i feel like the addition to him and the other cat being here has like helped kind of thwarf some shitty energy that's been stagnant around you know that's uh one of the oldest theories that i've come across with cats and mm. i think that's why they were revered in ancient egypt i i wish i was smart enough or had the memory capacity to be able to pull out the proper quotes and stuff but i've read that they can see on the other side Mm. like they can communicate with spirits and they can see different energy fields than we can because yeah house is usually a little bit cleaner when there's a cat around yeah for sure unless the cat's a dick but (laughs) you know i've never i've never had a, a shitty cat one that like scratches you all the time or like shits in your shoes I've never had one, but I've seen people that have one, and I you, I honestly think it's the owners that are just not doing the right thing yeah. for their cat. No love. Yeah. No love on their terms. Yeah, it's got to be on their terms. Like that's why I like them. They're, I don't know. I get them more. They're they don't need attention. They just want it when on their terms. And like sometimes, if I'm having a really bad day, I can go to them. Hmm. But like they have to be able to know that I need it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's yeah. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I got lucky with my latest cat. Like, her name's Baby. I got her as a kitten during the coldest part of winter, and I live in a pretty drafty cabin. <clears throat> so the first, I want to say, like, three months I had her, every night we'd go to bed and she'd sleep right under the covers with me to stay warm because it was frigid outside yeah. of those covers. So I think that's why we bonded so much because, like, Makes sense. even in the heat of summer, she'd be sprawled out on my lap all day. Wow. Yeah. That's love. For real. I, I've never experienced love like that from a cat. I haven't had a kitten in 25 plus years. I, I like, want a kitten. I hate that they grow up. I want kittens all the time. I you love just kittens. Want them to stay kittens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you're good. 
We're good. Oh, I, I yeah. Unplug the Roku. And oh, oh, was it was it sputter spitter it for like, a eh, second? Eh, yeah. Eh, you guys were moving and like, eh, 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 we could <laughs> hear you just fine. <laughs> it happens. It happens. There's four. So you mentioned uh, cats <laughs> and Egyptians. Um, we were just watching some shit about because because you remember we had a conversation the other day uh where i said gaia was too expensive yeah and uh you talked me into it without even talking me into it you were just like oh yeah well yeah it's cost money yep yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow it's worth it to me yeah and you, you said that it's, it was like beneficial to you so i we peered into it we went on youtube first and we found a bunch of like clips and i was like this is a tease well, they've actually been putting more on YouTube than they used to. Like, they yeah, used to no, only do sure. like thirty-second clips of stuff. That oh was a God. tease, but now they're actually oh putting God. up full episodes. Yeah, like so ten like, minutes or so. Yeah, at least you get that. And we we were watching uh, we were watching an episode about about the Sphinx and shit and how it fucking is substantially older than they say that, that it is. And the many people. I really believe that. I really believe that too. They said that it was renovated multiple times, and you, they could show water damage from twelve thousand years ago, and that really is—it's uh, been f- uh, fucking with me for days because I don't understand what what benefit we get from lying. You know what I mean about it? What like all the Egyptians claim it's theirs and stuff like that when it quite clearly existed substantially longer than everybody else. I I don't really know what the long term benefit is, but <laughs> yeah. like everyone tries to hide up hide the fact that we might have had a civilization prior to the flood. Yeah, I mean most people try to say the flood didn't even happen, even though now we have worldwide evidence it did. That uh, that video you recommended me watch about the electricity binding the planets together uh, that made a lot of sense, yeah, and that makes sense. A lot of shit people show me. Yeah, as to how the flood just happened because there there obviously has to be a flash of heat or something to melt ice caps that fast in order to make gigantic floods or there has to be some kind of cataclysm you know and nothing really has explained it they're just like ah well there was floods and then you look in all the religions and they're like it was god (laughs) god flooded us but (laughs) but that doesn't (laughs) that doesn't give me answers you know and that that video did pretty good job yeah my mind was blown i had to share it uh apparently venus used to be part of saturn right and it was blasted out due to some circumstances involving another star and they said that we as as earth as a planet was connected to that star system yeah and that's why plants were substantially larger and animals were larger because the light was red and if like if you grow any kind of plants you know red light makes plants fucking grow substantially faster i like that word today substantially Substantially. Mm. (laughs) uh and it all made sense it all kind of makes sense i mean obviously i'm not sold on anything it definitely makes more sense than the majority of the fucking religious texts that i've read about it all it also kind of ties into some of the uh, religious texts, it, like the Sumerian yeah. epic. If you look at Zachariah Sitchin's interpretation of it, where instead of the gods, he imagined the planets were the gods. Yeah. And you tell their story, and it tells almost the same story as that video I showed you. It does. Uh, 
it's it's fucking mind blowing. All the information we have on our creation, on our history, is basically just a thousands and thousands year old game of telephone. Yeah, a worldwide game of telephone that everyone messed up. That's <laughs> it, it, how it goes, right? The Bible is the same way. It was written in in Amaric, Aramaic. I don't even know how to say it. Abraham, Aramaic. Aramaic. And then it was translated how many times? A thousand times it, over it the years? Thousands, thousands, yeah, thousands, thousands of times. And now we've got this product that seems to just be made for control more so than enlightenment. I 100% believe it was made for control because up until the up until the Romans took over and like Catholicism happened, all the religions based on those texts were pretty peaceful. Mm. It was never really about control. And then... <laughs> Suddenly, uh, Rome suddenly uh, realized that Christianity was taking off, and yeah. they kind of capped it. They turned it into their own thing, and it, since then it was just an empire-expanding religion. I mean, Catholicism is basically the reason we found the New World. It's what motivated Columbus. It's, it's what true. motivated the conquistadors. And the entire time they've been ruining everyone else's culture and yeah. just burning their books. I like how they call it the New World, but the whole time we're here. Yeah, it just completely ignores their culture. <laughs> yeah. There's uh there's a shit ton of things in like Ohio. I think there's a pyramid uh that's buried under the ground. I am starting to see more and more stuff yeah. on mainland America's ancient stuff. Yeah. Cuz I it never occurred to me that you know, in the middle of America there might be a pyramid or something, but now it makes sense. It makes sense to me. Especially since according to the theories of the cataclysm this continent got messed up. Yeah, thrashed, like, wrecked. Yeah, and if if you can imagine a wall of wa- uh, water, a wall of mud, and then a wall of ice just grinding away yeah. the monuments, obviously there's nothing left. The the only real remnants are what's that? I wonder that why we don't have anything. We we don't have anything because, like he said, yeah, the well, ca- the sense. cataclysms destroyed everything. But what's left? I'm sure was destroyed as well, you know, just to be like, ah, well, that wasn't fucking, that wasn't there. Just shun that away. If if you look, like, down towards Mexico, they, that's where I think, like, you're getting closer to the equator. So mm. things are a little different. The ice probably didn't make it that far, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of area in Mexico and in Central America and even in the top of Southern America where there are still enormous Manhattan-sized cities just covered in jungle. Yeah, that was the next one I wanted to fucking fall down. Gaia is is worth all eleven dollars. I I said I I said I'm too cheap for that shit. And then I seen it was eleven dollars and I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. Bye. (laughs) 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 We're subscribing to that. Uh, I think it's just called Ancient Civilizations. Yeah, that's their their original show. That series is incredible. And uh, then there's Missing Links with Greg Braden. Yep. He is an incredible speaker. The way he engages you while he's conversing, like because it's mostly it's just him, his face talking to you throughout the videos. And oh, I don't think I've seen that going on. Maybe oh, I, I was I was mixing your your Greg with uh, uh, what's his name Graham Hancock. Oh, love him. I love him. Uh, Greg Braden's definitely someone worth checking out. Uh, I watched his entire series in like a month. It really changed my life. Yeah, <laughs> completely changed like everything I believed, and not in a bad way because I my mind's definitely a lot more open than it used to mm. be. Yeah, that's 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 what I like. I like things that change my constructs in my mind on how I think about things. I like watching like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just gate mouth. Like, <laughs> and then I'm like, 
another 40 minutes and then I'm like, do you see this? <laughs> <laughs> the, what, the, um, what, what the fuck did we, we just see? And I was telling her about it prior that day. Like, in that day, and then we watched it on Gaia that night, right after we subscribed. Was it about the little people? I think, it, yeah. It was about the, 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 the aliens, or the, or the beings they found in Nazca, like Peru. The, the mummies? Yeah, the, mum, the mummified like beings. Yeah. The, yeah, they, f- they, they found... Them like Maria and fucking whatever. whatever yeah, no, Mar- Maria was a little bigger. She, she seemed to have... Oh, and, she was the one that was yeah. all... Yeah, <laughs> oh, fuck, all fucked up. Uh, it had looked like she got her intestines and shit eaten out by something. And she maybe was like, she died in that position because yeah. she was in pain and leaned on something. Uh, but it only had 25% human DNA. The rest is unknown to anything else on the globe ever. Exactly. That's fucking. <laughs> He's like, like, I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. There's a lot of controversy around that. And there I'm, is. I'm. It's. I'm surprised that we even get to hear anything about it. I. Uh, me too. But I believe it's possible. Absolutely. Okay. They found. They found them in like uh, in just little caves with what was. The so the guy took them. Up. I had this dream. Did you? Yeah, I did, and I couldn't figure out who he was. So the He's guy. He's Dan. It's fucking Dan. It's man. Dan. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh, they took the the guy that took them up into. Um, I don't think it was fucking Peru. It was Peru. It's Nazca, Peru. Oh. Because I yeah, remember them kept saying Peruvian government, and I was thinking of cocaine. Okay. <laughs> he took it up into the, the cave. Remember, he was just, like, moving bricks? Yeah, yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden... It's like a hole. Like, it was just a hole like in a random mountain. Did you see like that That in? part of ancient, ancient no. civilizations? It, those little people, or whatever the fuck they are, uh, they had bone struck. They was 100% organic. Like that wasn't like a yeah, all their DNA sequencing that they did over months um, was it was organic matter. It was like an or it was a living thing, but it was it's not human. It's not reptile. It's not fungi. It's nothing. It's not related to anything mad. here. The guy was getting mad. He was like, "You cannot take any more <laughs> yeah. from their body." He was like yelling at them to like. Yeah, stop. they were they were taking some chunks, but I mean, um, what's what I remember about that and what stood out to me is that there's no uh, sure in the skull. Yeah. It's one smooth, solid object, which alone stands out because humans grow in two pieces. Yeah. It's click pieces. The babies. Goddamn huge you know? puzzle piece. It's it's wild. <laughs> How does that happen? One full bone. Like, your, even your joints don't grow. It doesn't just grow in one straight thing and then separate. You know what I mean? Like, all the pieces come together. They, they were saying, like, the hands couldn't bend more than like this like they couldn't they couldn't do this shit they didn't have joints that's odd it is odd but who knows if who knows what the bone was actually like when it was wet and inside of being because it could have been a lot more flexible it could have been because uh it's not that far of a stretch for a cartilage to calcify into actual bone where the fuck are all these flies coming from? i don't know but i'm i'm so sick of it (laughs) fucking bastards so that's this time of year they just start coming in. Yeah, hordes. it's either too cold out and they come in here, or vice versa. I like wh- I like when they leave. Yeah, me, me too. too. Yeah, I like when they take the stink bugs with them. Because fuck those stink bugs! I can't. I, that's one of the nastiest smells in the world. It's like a I, rotten green banana. I can't smell it. Oh man! Yep, never once smelled it. Other people have like 
killed one in front of me to like test it. No, I don't smell it. It's, it does not register. Wow. I'm jealous. <laughs> I can't. I You could kill it like at your house and I'd smell it right here. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Uh, like I smell a stink bug. I found I'm a like method. That. Like I, I squirt fucking some paper towel with cleaning product and I just. And I roll it up real quick and throw it out the window. Because if, if it has more than a millisecond to just fester in the air, I'm going to smell it for hours. It's weird. She doesn't smell it the same way I do. Maybe I just... Maybe you guys got coronavirus. <laughs> My entire life? Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck. Um, what were we talking about? The Nazca, the yeah. Nazca beings. That shit was wild. Three toes, three hands. I mean, three feet. Three fingers. There we go. Three fingers. <laughs> it just that that right there. Like I don't understand how that wasn't bigger news. Like, they obviously got the government tried to hide it. They should. They don't want us to know our origins. When we know ourselves, the world we can change so much once we actually know ourselves. Yeah. And the people in control don't want that. That's why all psychedelics are illegal. Exactly. Which is wild because the majority of them are fucking plants. I mean, you've obviously you got DMT, which is extracted, but it came from a fucking plant. Yeah, I mean, our brain makes it. Yeah, it's it's there. It's kind of it's kind of scary. Like a, I wish that they would just understand. Like, I feel like we could advance as a culture really fast if we just legalized psychedelics 100%. or decriminalize psychedelics. One hundred percent. Just imagine if. Like, so many artists have had a boom in inspiration the second they started doing that. Yeah. Just imagine what we could build. I can't actually imagine it. I haven't seen it. No, no, <laughs> but but, I, but you could, though, then. You, have you ever seen Alex Gray work? Who? Alex Gray. Uh, I want to remember. That if, name if, says something to me, but you, I don't know if, it. If you, uh, you'd know. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you may have. Have you? Have you, you into Tool? You listen to Tool at all? Uh, not since high school. No, that's that's when they had uh, Alex Gray on their cover. They had a, a Ten Thousand Days was the name of their CD. CD. Holy fuck! Time, time changes, man. <laughs> Jesus. And then uh, inside, you'd pop open the cover, and there was a bunch of DMT esque type visional visionary art, and it, it's mind blowing. I feel like if if everybody could not maybe not everybody because I'm sure there's some people that would have adverse reactions and shit like that but a lot of people if they were to consume psychedelics even in small amounts even even the safer ones like mushrooms or I don't know, I don't know about all those designer shits but the 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 chemicals inside the the mushrooms are like datura have you ever heard of the datura it's called the deadly nightshade uh it can kill you i was gonna say that's uh, that sounds like something you shouldn't play with. yeah no it's it's not uh it's not ideal but if you don't die <laughs> you have an amazing amazing profound experience uh and and just using the ideas that you get from psychedelic experiences would would just sh- skyrocket us like you look at what elon musk is doing which is insane i, f- I feel like he might be fucking us over a little bit with these Starlink satellites. Um, not just astronom- astronomers by like blocking out what they can see, but like we have an ionosphere. And I don't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Because I'm not in his company or friends with him. <laughs> so I like 
that much electricity that we're putting up there could be messing with it. Yeah. But I, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just a, I'm a tinfoil hat kind of guy. But I feel like he's doing something up there that he's not telling us about what he's doing. And it's ironic that he made his car company Tesla when Tesla was trying to use the ionosphere to have free electricity for all. It's a little weird. But I mean, hopefully a good thing. Like, ho- hopefully, hopefully he's moving yeah. towards the same free concept. Yeah, because yeah, he, be great. he says he wants to provide free internet to everybody. He did say that. I wonder. I wonder how that's going to go. I don't know what those satellites are doing up there. I don't know if they have active internet yet because I I don't really follow it. I just kind of like peep into it every now and then. Like, oh wow, look at that. Have you seen them? I've been told you can see them like in a string across the sky, Straight but I line. haven't seen them yet. No. It's weird. It, they look like they're trying to catch up to each other. I think it's just from the curvature of the Earth, unless it's flat. <laughs> Stop. Uh, no, I've re- no. No, it's no. that's not feasible. I have an open mind, but I, <laughs> Eyes I don't open. see it. <laughs> I don't see it. No, but uh, yeah, I feel like like they're like it looks like they're one's going and one's one's trying to catch up with it. And there's usually like a line of sixty of them. It's fucking crazy looking. If you don't know about them, you're like, ah, those are aliens, which would probably be one of the greatest things that happened to us here. I'm ex- I'm excited to see an alien. Me too. And nervous, but eh. I've I've seen some crazy shit on psychedelics. I can imagine the alien can't be that bad. Hope not. <laughs> Depends on their intention. It's just like any foreign entity coming to your mm. backyard and talking to you. Well, when you put it like that, it does seem kind of terrifying. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, it's you just gotta hope that they're good. They're hopeful that they're beneficial, or at least at the very least, hope that they're just scientists studying you. <laughs> That's also scary. It's better than them, you know, being showing up with guns. Or it is better. Their interpretation of it. There, but I can't imagine Nazca Peru alien finger in my ass would not be as enjoyable as I think watching them shoot their guns would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I going with all that? As soon as you, as soon as you put a finger in the ass, it changes the whole fucking dynamic. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I don't know. Um, have you seen those flight videos from the space ships that they, that the Pentagon released? The ones where they first announced that they had been seeing UFOs, like yeah. the fighter jets chasing after. Yeah. I saw, I did see one video of fired fighter jets chasing after this object that suddenly like takes a sharp right hand turn. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Well, that's intriguing. That, that makes me want them to come here. That makes me want to see what they have. Me too. Like the tech that would have to go behind being able to move that fast and stop your motion and then keep going without. I can't wrap my head around it. Like we we we, we don't have that. We don't. We don't even have the the thought even close to that. Well, I think we do have that. We just don't know how it works because we got some of their shit. Because it's clear. Excuse me. I think it's obvious that they've been coming here the entire time. I mean, you have Roswell and. Every single religious text and hieroglyphics and paintings from back then all depict flying saucers and or entities from somewhere else. Yeah. I think it's obvious they've been here. They could have been here first. They could have been here first. 12,000 years ago. The Sumerian epics, uh, they go back millions. Like... Allegedly, the Anunnaki came here and seeded this planet 
in the beginning for life. And then they came back later and did some more science work, and then they started creating their humans and shit. Now, do you do you believe in the the Nibiru uh, cataclysm? Yes, it makes sense. It, it it does make sense because the text mentioned that every what five thousand years, I think, something like that, some couple it comes thousand, back yeah. near Earth, and that affects you know, volcanoes go off crazy and plagues spread and mm. humans go nuts, and well. I think that we're nearing uh, that 5,000-year point again because things are going nuts again. And 5,000 years ago was the collapse of the Bronze Age. Like, boom, all at once. Really? Yeah, the uh, Roman civilization and the Sumerian civilization at the time and a bunch of other Bronze Age uh, civilizations all just over the course of a couple hundred years be it famine, war, earthquake, natural disaster, because, like, the Minoan society on Crete in the Mediterranean, yeah. that was gone in a day. And around now, the, was around that overtaken that by the ocean? After the after a volcano blew off most of the island, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. That's terrifying. Imagine, I, I, I foresee that happening to us again, and being maybe not the end of humanity, but... A nice close end. I think humans are really, really hard to kill. Yeah. Because our our first world spoiled asses, we're going to get wiped out like that. Real quick. But, you know, you got hunter tribes in South America and Africa that are survive. They're going to survive like they always did. Yeah. And I think that's what happened after this flood, this cataclysm. Uh, All our massive civilizations got wiped out and... The, what we know as the Stone Age is literally just those people surviving, continuing to survive, finding these ancient ruins, making it theirs. You you mean like Neanderthal Stone Age? Is that what you mean by Stone Age? Are you are you like the Stone Age hunter gatherer, hunter gatherer, tri- Gobekli Tepe type area? I think that was a part of a bigger civilization. I agree. Yeah, the, the, they don't. They don't. There's still ninety percent of that ruin underground. Who knows what we're going to find? Those monoliths that are there are fucking enormous. Uh, one of the ones they just uncovered actually has a carving of what looks like a comet making impact with the Earth and when a mushroom cloud type deal. Oh, shit. Where did you see that on Gaia? Yeah. I'm going to have to get on that. I'm, we're addicted now, dude. <laughs> we're addicted. I, it's, it's the most fascinating shit in the world to me. Finding out about our past are trying to find the missing links or that have been hidden from us or that we have just lost through evolution. It's like chasing a high, trying to find each piece of information. Yeah. And trying to piece it all together. It's exhilarating, though. We're going to find something new. What's on you, dude? Oh, relax. All right, fine. What (laughs) I've been looking into lately is the uh, Eye of the Sahara. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's a feed me mama bird. I think it's called the Ricot structure and it's it's in the middle of the desert and there's no civilization or evidence of civilization around it. But it's three concentric rings which mirror Plato's description of Atlantis. 
And it continues to mirror the inscription of Atlantis because Plato talked about their buildings were built with red stone and black stone and white stone. And that entire area is red, black, white. Uh, Plato talks about mountains to the north, and you have these mountains to the north. It talks about plains to the south. you got plains to the south. And hmm. uh, it, it rings, you'll see these clear, like, uh, I don't want to say canals now because they're not, it's not underwater anymore, but uh, from the outside to the inside, there's one clear tunnel or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he described, like, they had ships going from the outside right to the center of the city. Wow. It, it all mirrors Plato's descriptions pretty well. And throughout the desert around there, they found whale bones and shells. There, there was water there once. And that's probably from the floods overtaking Atlantis. Possibly. Or there was an ocean there once and it dried up. It's intriguing. Because, I mean, the Sahara Desert was a rainforest not too long ago. Like, within the last... Uh, eight to ten thousand years. Really? Yeah. I thought it was an ocean. Parts of it were. The Sahara intrigues me because it's yeah. just this one bald, dead patch on Earth that when you do some digging, you find life was thriving there once. But it's just dead. I wonder what happened. Me too. I wonder if that's the same for the Gobi Desert. Because that's really like white salty and i wonder if that also was like a thriving coastal area i don't i want time travel to be real so much so i can just like zip and just watch different places i don't even want to interact i just want to see yeah yeah (laughs) just and then relive it you like relive it as as like maybe a fly in the wall you know yeah. what I mean? Like, be in it, not just, like, view it from the outside, just, like, be in it. Feel what it felt like to be back then or in the future. The CIA apparently says time travel is real in the astral realm. Did you get a chance to read those? Not it's yet. 29 pages. I'll, uh, I'll spoil it a little bit for you. So the, the CIA has done a bunch of uh, experiments with meditation and astral travel, um, astral travel through sound waves being played in your ear while you meditate. So there's like a certain degree, a certain place you get through meditation, Godhead. Time travel is real. Time travel is real. Um, I mean, anything does seem possible once you're in the astral realm. Yes. You've been there? Yes. Uh, not through, uh, Lucid dreaming. Mm. Very, very lucid dreaming. It's uh, real. Yeah. It's really real. <laughs> uh, the CIA said that it would take, it takes three other individuals. So you and three other individuals to meditate and to reach a state of Godhead where you're all astrally traveling together. And in order to get you, just one person, to travel forward or backwards in time in, in materialistic third dimensional time three other people need to focus they need to focus all of their astral energy on one person to go through damn and it's all it's all achievable it's been like written down and noted in chakras like you have to have all your chakras lined up to get to the certain point of godhead it's fucking insane 
And like, obviously, if you meditate or if you have lucid dreamed or if you've smoked enough DMT, you're going to know that astral travel is possible. Or if you're related to shamans or a clairvoyant yourself, you're going to know. And it's just kind of nice to watch a government agency. <laughs> Especially one as hush-hush as America. Yeah. Spit out that this shit is real. And they did it so covert. Like, hey, look at this 29-page PDF you can download. And then they just kind of stepped they back. They did, like, the same thing with UFOs. They were just like, oh, yeah, by the way, that was real. And <laughs> on to other things. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's weird how they do it. I'm not mad. You know what I mean? It's cool. But that tells me that they know more. Like oh, they, definitely. if they're just going to give you that tidbit, there's way more and I want to know it without it, uh, killing my constructs of reality. Although I do like to have my constructs, uh, deconstructed. It's healthy once in a while. It, it is, but it's almost, it's almost not being deconstructed you know like a, like a heavy dose of any drug or like a deep meditation um you know through it all that there's still the physical that you're going to be at if these motherfuckers were just to drop all the knowledge they have that it's not physical it'd be wild it would cause mass mass chaos or or it would be great for everybody one of the two it's hard to tell they also said that we live in an energetic hologram. So, you know anything about physics? No. We, uh, everything in existence is a wave, particle wave, a possibility all the time. Uh, nothing becomes, it is viewed by consciousness. Be, be, until it's observed by a conscious viewer so like right now my fridge upstairs isn't there there's no fridge but the fridge is there you walked right by it. you've seen it but you know that because you observed it it's like the old the age old does it if a tree falls in the woods do you hear it yeah you don't hear it because it didn't fall because it's not there because you're not there and you don't observe it although your reality is constructed by your mind and you will go and see a tree that fell. It's not really there. It's, it just exists in waves of possibility and probability until acted upon. There's this thing called a two slit experiment experiment where they take a proton and they shoot it through a tunnel and it splits. And on each side, uh, they, they mirror each other. So, like, it's called quantum entanglement. So one particle moves this way, the other one moves this way, simultaneously with no acting on it without being viewed. So it, like, because of that, all of our energy, all of the energy in the, in the universe existing in particle, like, particles and not waves uh, is just a mirror image of the other side of a toroidal field. So, like, you know, like a magnetic field comes yep. in and out. That's toroidal. One side is waves of probability, constant, and it projects out here to us as we see and experience in our experience <laughs> as something. So we're, leave it, we're living in an energetic hologram. 
hard to wrap your head around. It really, uh, it really is. I had to read it a lot of times. I believe it because uh, the first time I took DMT, Ooh. the second I uh, exhaled and I saw the room around me change and uh, it felt like the air got sucked out of the room mm. and my brain immediately goes, I'm in a computer. Or that was a computer and now this is reality. <laughs> and like I struggled with that for a while and then I just started looking around at how pretty things were. But that's happened every time I've taken psychedelic since is I start to notice the way I see the light reflect off, reflect, refra, reflect off things. Mm. It's so hard to wrap your head around. But it like, really yeah, yeah, I really do believe. Yeah, everything's energy. Everything's light. Dude, DMT is crazy. That is the craziest experience. Uh, the most, like the first time I did it, it was I was I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? So it was everything. Like you, you see, like the when you do it, do you see through your skin? Starts to get translucent. Like I can see my veins pop out more. I yeah, can, I can. I almost feel my cells moving. And yeah. Stuff. It's that fucking that got me for a second because I didn't I didn't expect that I, I was just holding the hit in and then all of a sudden the whole room changed and I looked down at my hands and I could see all my veins and like ligaments and shit and I looked up at Chandra and I could see her all her fucking veins and ligaments and her third eye and it was just like radiating energy insane that some little crystal could do that to you absolutely insane it's the, wonderful. It is. I really, I really think like it has changed the way my brain absorbs and and like pushes back out at, for things. Like the just the way that everything's processed. I see more and I feel more in things that I never would have thought I would have seen or felt. The second time, well, it's more like the third time. I went somewhere. And it wasn't like like a lot of people talk about it, like you just being ripped out of yourself and hey we're here now. It was like gradual. Like I got up and I walked and I was in like a like a there was a lot of fractal geometry spinning like around me and I I felt because obviously you, my eyes were closed so I didn't like see but what what I thought I saw and felt was a cathedral. Like I felt like I was in a cathedral and the paintings on the wall were never solid. Like, it was never just a picture. I'd look over and it would be fractal geometry just spinning in multiple colors. But there was a hallway. And at the end of the hallway, there was, like, like old-school beaded fucking doorway. You oh, know dope. what I mean? And I was, I was like, what is this? Have you seen Moana? Yeah. There's a, time, there's a point when she goes down into the little depths of the, the monster realm where she meets that crab. And there's a little baboon type thing. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it turns and it's got like a mask on and the mask is illuminated. There's a man there. And I don't know if it was a man or what was a being there. And he had that illuminated, like energetic face looking thing. And he was like, hey, man, what's going on? Come with me. Like he had known me. And I and it, the feeling wasn't like. It wasn't like it was just a, a guy. All right. All right. Cool. Let's go. And he moved the curtain into like a city. If you could imagine like, like if you've been to New York. Not in a long time. 
you've been to big city yeah like that big city skyscraper feel but everything was like fi like everything was funky looking like that that big cambodian fucking uh it's i don't even think people go like inside of it anymore but it's a place where they used to worship back in the day it's fucked it's crazy shaped uh there was it was everything was like that and people there weren't people but they were entities they were things walking around just enjoying their life in this city and you know how like if you walk into somebody like if you bump their shoulder you're like oh shit like you move hey sorry these people went right through each other like it didn't happen like they were just like it it was okay they merged and then kept going off under their day in the middle of the fuckings this city well the area of the city was a fountain and it had like multiple colors not rainbow-esque but like just vivid light spewing out but it was pool and you could see it suck back in and come back up like a like a toroidal field and it and it was crazy and then and we were at the party and i kept hearing him like i was trying to light a lighter at the party and he grabbed the lighter from me and threw it and went like this and flame fire popped up (laughs) and we smoked a joint now i don't know if if that's like a normal thing that people go through on dmt or if that was like just my mind constructing what i was feeling but it was fucking it was so intense and the the joint was the best joint i've ever smoked i didn't know what kind of joint it was you know what i mean (laughs) it was just like a a great time and we hung out and people were dancing and they were like it wasn't like dancing like you would see a normal human moving because there was no elbows. There were no, they were just like moving. And we left and he brought me back to the cathedral and I, he said goodbyes and he said, I'll see you again soon. And we walked, I like walked back down the cathedral into blackness. But there were like little, you know how if you look at a picture of the universe, you see galaxies yeah it's super clusters that's that's what it was fractal geometry just spinning and moving away and fading into black and then i opened my eyes and i obviously was sitting on the couch and it's it's i'm sure there was more like my brain knows there was more that happened but i can't fucking remember it like we did a bunch of things and i don't know what to think of it i don't know what to tell you that one's that's pretty intense it's it was intense and it was a solid 12 minutes or so that I was zonked right out. I don't know if that counts as like a complete blast off to the fucking. Sounds elder. like a lot more gentle than the blast off stories I've heard. So yeah, me too. I got lucky. I hope, I hope it is like that every time. Cause honestly being ripped <laughs> from the, this fabric of reality and thrown into the fucking sources. But the, uh, that being immediately recognizing you, talking to you, like come with me. That's that mirrors a lot of other people's stories. Like, really, they find entities on the other side that were like, "Hey, it's been a long time since we've seen yeah. you," and you're like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was just like, "Oh, hey, man!" Like, I was, it wasn't like you ever get recognized, street. Like, hey, hey, man, what's going on? And they know your name, and you've never seen that person before in your life. It wasn't like that. It was like I had known this person forever, and it, they were just more excited about me being there than I was. I'm like hey, and I was they like, get to oh. have all their memories, and you have nothing. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get little blips that I've, I've redreamed it over and over since. 
and I, I like want to go there again, but it's so hard to to understand how to get the crystal to do what it wants to what yeah. you want it to do. Even people that seem to have a lot of experience only say they have success maybe one in four times. And so that's like a pro saying that they can only do it one in four times. That and sucks. <laughs> here I am, a noob, just burning it and hoping for the best. Oh, yeah. I, it's full fucking, it's the craziest smell ever. I, the only thing I, th- I can kind of compare it to is salvia. And that's barely. Salvia is still sweeter. It's got like a. Never interacted with salvia. Oh my fuck. You've never tried salvia? No. In my opinion, um, because DMT is gradual and it's kind of loving and embracing, it's not as strong. The salvia, it immediately, you get ripped from where you are into like a whole new fucking world. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And by the time you figure it out and you're like, okay, this is, this, I guess this is okay. And I live here now. You're back. And you're like, what the fuck is going on again? <laughs> salvia is, it's almost scary. Like, yeah, it sounds terrifying. It's, it's terrifying. I think the problem is if you look at like the way the shamans use or like have people do salvia, it's supposed to be orally ingested. You're supposed to chew the leaves into a gradual uh, trip. We don't do that here in America. Here we take the in fucking America, leaves and smoke it. Everyone does everything hard. <laughs> yeah, we, you're, yeah, you're right. Uh, when I smoke, when I smoke salvia. It was like it was like somebody slapped me in the face and knocked me out and then I woke back up and I was on a roller coaster. And the roller coaster, I don't like roller coasters. Just throw that out there. <laughs> and and all like like the outlines, you see a cartoon and you can see the clear outline where somebody drew the face. Yeah. Well, those lines were moving wiggly. So I was like in a cartoon on this fucking planet because I, I, I can't even really explain the planet, but it wasn't here. And so there were like, everybody was in the, the roller coaster with me in all the cars. And I was in my own car and we're just going and I'm fucking not having a great time at all, but I'm laughing my ass off and I can't stop laughing. I'm crying because I'm laughing and I can't stop laughing. And then it just stopped. Like the roller coaster just like, whoop, and everybody got out, but I was stuck. And it took off again. Solid 10 minutes in real time. Translated to the the worst hell of my entire fucking life in that moment. And I, uh, but it was more profound. Like I learned a lot about myself. Like I was like, wow, hey, you're kind of a pussy about some things. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm still a pussy about roller coasters. That would never change. No. But I recommend Salvia. Maybe one day. I'm a. I'm still fairly new to psychedelics. Are you? I only started with them about a year ago. Oh wow! Yeah. He's a baby new. Wow! Fuck yeah! yeah. Well, when I D- Jesus Christ, you jumped in a, within a year. You've uh, found a way to acquire the crystal, and then yeah, that's that's insane. Because I set out on a mission to do it. Because I had been offered acid. I'd been germs. I'd been offered. I had been offered salvia. I. All these things throughout my life, but I just never felt like I was the right time. I was mm-hmm. always nervous because, you know, I drink. Uh, I, I drank heavily in my early twenties. I, I've done coke. I, I've, I've, all sorts of stimulants and stuff, and I just never really. My mind was closed to psychedelics, mm-hmm. and then when I started looking at, I started watching Gaia, 
and stuff like that. And I started chasing spirituality. And as my thoughts on spirituality and stuff like that expanded, suddenly psychedelics weren't scary, weren't as scary to me. They were intriguing. Yeah, definitely intriguing. Like suddenly I, I, I was less scared of myself. So like I thought when I take acid for the first time, I'm not going to freak out because I'm going to be able to talk to my inner self. Turns out I don't really care for acid. I don't like being high on anything for more than a few hours. So, no, it sucks, uh, dude. That sucks so bad. Eight hours on acid was just, oh, trash. And you got to piss your brains out every, like, 15 minutes. Maybe that's just me, but fucking acid. Um, so to anyone that wants to try psychedelics for the first time, I would highly suggest mushrooms. They're really gentle to you. I agree. And even if you don't want to trip, just uh, a quarter gram every few days, and you're going to feel like a king. Like a... Uh, it helps with anxiety, helps with depression. Yep. When I remember to do it, I have really good months. <laughs> um, have you tried microdosing? Yeah. That's basically the same thing to me. A quarter gram is some microdose to me. Yeah. I uh, I find that when I microdose, I can see better. Like, I don't need contacts. Really? Like, when I trip on mushrooms, I don't need contacts or glasses anymore. Like, I, I can fucking see. And I don't know what that has to do with the brain, but I've only microdosed a little bit, like for a week, and it it definitely made a difference, but not the same as if I were to take a full eighth or four or five grams, or like a really good trip. Then I can I can see like <laughs> I feel like I can see a mile away. Th- there's a uh, psilocybin converts to psilocin inside your body. And that's really what you're tripping on. Psilocin is for ACO DMT. So it breaks down into dimethyltryptamine. So that's why you get such a a gentle, loving, embrace type feeling when you do shrooms. And I, I agree. I feel like if if you people want to test the waters and dip their toe in, then mushrooms is most definitely the way to start. You can't overdose. Uh, Worst case scenario, you fall asleep. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you probably wake right back up. <laughs> uh, it the and you could like you might be able to get some nausea from it. I mean, depending. I have on ha- I've had people that I was through how to do it because with only a year of experience, I shouldn't be walking people through. But I'm a lot of people's go to. You're an usher so. now. I've had people puke within the first half hour. Sometimes, sometimes I think it's just because of the taste of mm-hmm. the, the dry mushrooms being swallowed. But when it when the trip first kicks in, you definitely feel like you're kind of being pushed into a different world, and it can it's, be really unsettling. It is weird. I f- I find it to be uh, my my buddy next door. He's my he's my best friend. He he says it as he feels carbonated, and I found it to be like the most legit. You got contacts too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drying up. This this one over here has been dry for hours, and I'm like, fucking, it's digging into me. Uh, yeah, he says he feels carbonated, and that's like the best description that I've been able to put into words. Like you, it feels like somebody just filled you up with seltzer. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Thinking back, yeah, that, it, that tracks. It's unsettling, but it's like it's like, ooh, this is cool at the same time. What? Oh, that's weird to for you to walk in listening to me. Hey, thanks. You're a nice lady. Hey, can you can you refill Dan? Yeah. 
Sweet. Well, she's Thank fucking. You. I'm gonna marry this woman. Yeah. I saw. Good mm. job. Yeah, that's cool, right? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, psychedelics. When I trip on mushrooms, uh, I actually think there's someone that's been with me on every trip. Like a, a another fe- being. A, yeah, a female, a female energy, female entity, and I've never seen her, but I've just felt her near me and mm. I was having a panic attack once and I felt hands on my face just like calm down did it help yeah uh, every time uh, my brain be recognizes her energy there I feel amazing uh, I've gone on trips specifically to go see her like I've specifically <laughs> nice. gotten home from work and eaten my mushrooms and been like where are you does she come every time? Not every time, no, no, but she's been there. Have you been able to speak with her? Like, obviously not physically with your mouth, but... Not really, no. I'm... I want to. I don't know how. Mm. Have you looked into any uh, meditation techniques while psyched on your trip? I have tried so hard to meditate, but with a ADD-type brain, mm. meditation's different. It is different. I got ADT too. <laughs> I, I used to think it was impossible, but I did start reading, like, if you do struggle with ADHD or ADD, to stop thinking of meditation as sitting in one place and clearing your mind and more of going for a walk and just letting your thoughts spiral. Mm. It'll have the same long-term health benefits. For sure. Like, neurotypicals and atypicals aren't going to be able to meditate the same way. I find that, uh, like, if, if I sit there... And I start thinking, like you, you try to focus on meditating. It's not happening, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you think about your dog. You think about fucking potato chips. I find that I just, if I just sit there and think about it, no matter what it is, and just let it, let me think about it, and it like process on to the next thing. Eventually, I'll find myself in a place, like I'll get to a place of like deep meditation, but without even realizing it. If I go do physical shit, like like take a walk, I find myself focusing on walking more than like my thoughts or driving because like, I drive every fucking day, all fucking day. I got, like you would think that that would help center me in my mind, but it in fact does the opposite. Like while I'm driving, I'm frantic and then I sit down and I think about all the frantic thoughts and they just, they just kind of whoop, 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 whoop. They just pop up here and they pop up here. I don't I don't think I've ever reached a level of like transcendence or ascension from meditating. But it definitely it definitely helps calm me down. Like deep within my soul. But to each his own. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We we all have to walk our own path. Yeah. Have you uh, gotten into chakras at all? I've read on them. I don't have a clue how to align mine or how it's supposed to work. I... It's it's difficult. I I'm not an expert either, so I, I can't. I could like begin to start to tell you, but I'll probably butcher a bunch of shit. I'm good at that. <laughs> I know that uh, it, it fucking first starts with get being grounded. Like you gotta ground yourself in your root chakra. Uh, I I believe colors have a lot to do with it. Color frequency of sound. I know that light, sound, and like obviously colors go along with light. Uh, light, sound, and energetic particles and waves all oscillate on the same frequencies. 
So, like, do you read music and understand music at all? Like sheet music? Yeah. yeah. Uh, every octave, if you take that octave and put it up on a light spectrum, it'll give you a specific, right? And it'll give you a specific color involved with that frequency. Oh. On the visual light spectrum. There's, we only see fucking 0.1% of light, which is mind-blowing, which makes me wonder how much we hear. You know what I mean? Like, if, if everything is... We're probably missing out on so much. And then sometimes we'll cross paths with something, and you hear... I like it. Me too. Circling back to psychedelics, I, I think it helps us see some of those extra colors, because mm. like I was telling you earlier... When I do DMT, I see shades of color that I didn't know existed. Yeah. Like, I couldn't fathom them before, and I'll just stare at my plaid shirt hanging on its hanger, being like, well, that's the prettiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wear it every day, but it never looked like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's wild. I, it makes me wonder, like, what 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 we could see if we started to imagine that we could see it. And that, like, brings you into schizophrenic people. It makes me think that schizophrenic people don't have very much wrong with them. They just don't know how to deal with the frequency of things that are coming at them. Because I've I've met schizophrenic people and they seem very disassociative of what the fuck is going on. But at the same time, they are living in a reality. And that reality has to exist or else they wouldn't exist. Exactly. So what what is going on there? What are they seeing and what are they feeling and why can't they express it in a way that we could understand and interpret and like utilize? It's kind of crazy. It's funny. It's like, I mean, schizophrenic, they call it crazy. But but uh, yeah, yeah. It, it makes me wonder. And then it makes me wonder about all the other different things where you talk about people with like DID, like they're living in a reality where there are multiple peoples in a reality. Maybe they fucking are, though, you know? I've also thought that before. Maybe they're like, tapping into themselves in different time frames, but they're here. It's intriguing. There's so many answers I need to know, Dan. I gotta die to find them. <laughs> <laughs> or smoke DMT. A lot of it. A lot. I highly recommend it to anybody, to everybody. I mean, unless, like, you're really close-minded, maybe you should work your way up there. Yeah. But I feel like in order to run countries, you should have done multiple DMT trips and or ayahuasca trips. I've never done ayahuasca myself, but I've done the DMT. I can taste it right now. (laughs) (laughs) It will not go away. Uh, But I can imagine that the ayahuasca is way stronger. Well, yeah, it lasts all day. That's kind of scary. Yeah, that's why I think I think I was talking to you about it. It's like I'm never gonna do it without an actual shaman. That's yeah, done, <laughs> yeah. That's done it over and over and over with people because no, I'm not committing to that intensive a trip for that long of a period of time. It's a long time. But Everyone that's come back from one of those has, you know, quit smoking, quit drinking, like gotten their shit together temporarily because humans are yeah. habitual and we always lapse back into our negative selves. It's true. But. Except with ibogaine. Have you heard of ibogaine? Iboga? It's another root fucking plant in the in the Amazon area. Uh, 
apparently the trip is extremely potent, but it helps people with like opiate addiction and cigarette or alcohol addictions. Like you go take a boga or ibogaine, whatever you want to call it. It's the same. And then you are no longer addicted when you come back and it doesn't, you don't seem to, uh, what's that word where relapse, it's intriguing. I mean, I don't have any addictions, so except maybe sweets. I, I could use that in my life. I've uh, I've struggled so bad with mm. so many substances. Like, I've I always craved something. When I was a kid, I craved sugar. I craved caffeine. Mm. I chew gum constantly because I go I lose my mind without it. So I found myself. You know, I've been hooked to alcohol. I've smoked cigarettes for a long time. I've gotten hooked on all sorts of other substances. And I think right now I'm doing pretty good. I need to lay off on the hookah a bit. (laughs) I was drinking pretty heavily again, but I can feel it going back down to just a couple beers a night. I'm working on myself constantly. Like when you have an addictive personality, it's a constant battle. Maybe that's a good thing, though. Like to be working on yourself all the time. I think so. Maybe it's, it's, Um, it's helping in the long People don't work on themselves at all. They don't even look inward whatsoever unfortunate because a lot of people don't make it out of addiction yeah but it's intriguing nonetheless the first few times i started playing with psychedelics i had a good four months sober run like i didn't really struggle with my addictions uh they came back around they always do yeah demons (laughs) but uh yeah i can see how it would help people and I wish I had the self-restraint required to just microdose for a <laughs> I know, long it's, it's period so of time. It's so hard, dude. Yeah. It is. You got a whole bag of fucking of, of capsulated fucking mushrooms, and you're like, ah, 16 of these won't hurt. <laughs> so many times. I've been like, quarter gram, four grams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you know. You know what's on the other side of that four grams is enlightenment and, and joy. Like, I've, I mean, I've never, like, without other circumstances if it was just you eating the mushrooms you're definitely going to have a good time you're definitely going to learn things about yourself you didn't know i like what maps is doing uh and wanting to use psychedelics as like uh treatment for ptsd and depression and shit and soldiers as well as mdma uh they show it shows like a lot of promise and that's that's exciting because Though I'm not down with war, they uh, a lot of those kids are kids when they go over there and get their friends blown up or shoot fucking people that they didn't want to shoot. And that's going to fuck you up. Yeah, no shit. And to be able to come back here and get shit trip me- treatment like most of the most of the vets get, it, it, it like saddens me. You know what I mean? I'm still not down with the war. I still think you probably shouldn't have signed up to go over there. But that's that's your choice. And... As humans, as society, like we should be helping them. Yeah. Because, I mean, without them, we 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 would probably be like Malaysia, like owned by China, you know, or some crazy shit, some wild shit. Uh, it's really beneficial, especially MDMA when it comes to PTSD, and not even just in soldiers, just like in in general, people with PTSD. For some reason, it helps like regrow the nerves. In the damaged areas of the brain with PTSD and CTE. 
I can I can see that having done a decent amount of MDMA, like they call it the afterglow. Yeah. Like for a few days after you dose, you're more emotional, you're mm-hmm. more in tune with things, and if you can just take that and expand with it and microdose, you can definitely tr- self treat for depression and anxiety and stuff like that. So I can definitely see soldiers for sure, for sure. That is that is a good, a good name, Afterglow. I've never heard that, but it makes sense. You do you do feel like a different person for a couple of days. Lighter, walking on sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, have you tried ketamine? Yes. Have you dipped yourself into a K hole? Nope. No? I'm very responsible with my usage. Yeah, likewise. I've I've done ketamine, but when I did it, I was I did it with cocaine simultaneously, so I don't think I felt really the full effects of it. Uh so I don't know, but I'm really intrigued. Like, I really would like to dive into the fucking the K-hole and, and find myself and what else is there. I've never heard good stories about it. So <laughs> like that, that, that's why I'm so careful with my dosage. Yeah. Uh, a year or so ago, I got offered what I thought was Coke, and so I ripped a line of ketamine. And you know how, like, your body stops responding to what you want it to do? Mm. So we're all standing in the living room talking, and they all go to the other room, and I'm just standing there like, no, oh, no. And I, like, look at my legs like, move, we got to go. <laughs> they wouldn't move? Nope. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, uh, I, I completely disassociate from my body when I'm looking at it. I mean, like, I'm holding my beer, and I want a drink, and I look at my hand and just wait for my hand to come up. Does it eventually come up? Yeah, it always does. Just delayed <laughs> to a ridiculous amount. Oh, that's fucking, that sounds terrifying. I love it. I like, it it is fun because I know I'm taking just a small dosage and I'm just playing around with disassociating myself from my body. (laughs) Temporarily. (laughs) Like, that's that's another reason why, like, that stuff, or ketamine worried me for a while when I heard about it, but then the first time I tried it, the person's like, yeah, you're only high for 45 minutes. I was like done yeah yeah that, uh, i can give up 45 for sure minutes of my life that's that's not so bad as opposed to acid which is fucking 17 years <laughs> a <laughs> lifetime eight hours eight to 12 unless you're really unlucky i've heard people tripping for days that sucks i that would suck so bad as much as a, an amazing feeling it is and like the the introspection <laughs> everything that comes with it I would not want to be like that for days. Definitely not. Even eight hours is too much. I just, I don't like it. I like it until you don't like it. And the shitty part is when you don't like it, it's too bad. It's, yeah, it's you're still just there. stuck there. Yeah. Which kind of sounds like a horror story. It might turn people off, but I still recommend, recommend maybe like a low-dose acid. Trip a little bit for eight hours, not like heavy duty. The last time I took acid, I... <sighs> It they, it was a fucking random shaped piece of paper, and we cut it ourselves. So it was there was no like correct dosaging. Jeez. There was no tab to it. There was nothing. And I'm I'm I took three of those pieces, which were fairly large because we cut them with scissors, and we just did it like quick. Hey, I'm gonna cut this oh, into fifteen pieces. And ever tripped on anything in my life that hard. I had an avocado with me the whole time. Okay. I, yeah, I found I found the avocado in like I didn't find it. We have usually Chandra's addicted to avocados, so we always have avocados 
except for right now when we don't. Anyway, <laughs> I found the avocado. It was green. Uh, it stayed with me for 12 hours. I woke up the next day with that avocado. I would catch myself staring at the avocado and looking at me living hundreds of different lifetimes in different scenarios inside the crevices, the crevasses of the fucking avocado skin. It was, it was amazing until it was fucking not amazing anymore, but it was, it was strong, strong and like profound. I learned a lot about who I am in that fucking avocado. Uh, and I also discovered that avocados smell citrusy. And I thought it was just me on acid. Hmm. But no, dude, they smell citrusy. That's how you know an avocado is not right, is ripe. As, as soon as that citrus smell goes away. When it, it goes away, it's ripe? Yeah. Because oh. like, when they're green, they're really green and they really, really, not citrus. It's more like cilantro. Like that weird limey smell, but it's not lime. And it, when that goes away... And it's because it'll still have that that essence to it as it browns. And as soon as it's ready, you sniff it and it smells like fucking husk. You <laughs> you know it's ready. And it's weird that I found that out in an acid trip. But I don't think I would have figured that out any other way. Because we've been trying to figure out when these avocados are ripe all the time. Because we eat them almost every fucking day. And they're never, like, they're ripe for 15 minutes and then they're mushy or they're like or they're like hard as a rock they look ripe and they they feel ripe when you push on them a little bit and you open it and it's fucking hard as a rock discoveries man it seems uh like knowledge you'd never need until you need it and it's all thanks to acid makes you wonder how much uh humanity's learned from it do you know the stone ape theory i do a little bit i, I a little bit I understand uh, what he was getting at, Terrence McKenna. Uh, I'm not sure I buy into it 100%, but I love the concept itself. What? I don't know. You looked, you looked frantic. No, I'm just excited. I'm cookies baking. Oh, you like cookies? Oh, yeah. That's a stupid question. Everybody likes cookies. <laughs> no, he's, he's allergic to nothing. We went over this in the car. Because I, I asked him if he's allergic to sage because we're sage nuts. Oh, yeah. You like walnuts? Yeah. They're one of my lesser favorite walnuts, uh, nuts in general. But, I mean, I, I like, like food, man. <laughs> mm. So the stoned ape theory is Terrence McKenna's theory. I think it's more than just, I think other people have thought probably the same thing, too. That uh, He worked on it with his brother, too, right? Yeah, Dennis, yeah. yeah. With, um, through lower hominids, like... Australopithecus, uh, they think that they ate, like they that they got into a period of famine where they weren't eating normally, and they came across mushrooms and started eating the mushrooms that contained psilocybin, and it expanded their mind and it it was there to aid in the doubling of the human brain over a period of a couple million years. That sounds like bull, a bullshit with them when you come to the amount of time. I feel like just the time spans are off. I feel like Australopithecus is like a 10 million year old type species, whereas lower, like lower human Neanderthal type people were the ones that were actually eating these. And it makes sense, kind of. Yeah. It, it like, like a little bit because 
uh, psilocybin mushrooms have been shown to help regrow or grow nerves in your brain. The, I think the lion's mane species yeah. specifically. Yeah, lion's mane is great. Repair massive brain yeah. trauma. Lion's mane, I've been trying. Huh? I've been looking all over for it. Noted. <laughs> we got lion's mane in the fridge. Ooh. Yeah, we, uh, fucking plumbers over here. I, I think it's Moose and Valley um, mushrooms. They come with a little melody, and it comes with uh, medley. Sorry, it comes with uh, oyster mushrooms, little yellow oysters, uh, pepinos. Sometimes they mix it up with lion's mane or, or chaga. Sometimes not chaga, turkey tail. Sometimes in there, which is odd because like, you don't usually get that at the grocery store. Uh, but lion's mane's amazing. I've been trying to tell old people every time they, <laughs> I see them, like, hey. Take fucking lion's mane. Get lion's mane. Eat it. It's not. It's not poisonous. You go grows on trees and only on trees outside. You can't cultivate it. Uh, but it's fucking. Well, you can cultivate it, but it wants to grow on the trees. Yeah. It helps regrow nerve pathways from the left to the right brain, and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and shit like that is just nerve damage in the brain through life yeah I, re- I really think once we start once like we legalize or decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms that'll open the door for people to be like oh wow so these are doing this let's put some more research into regular fucking mushrooms exactly yeah it's amazing i mean the f- the few times that we've legalized med- uh, medicinal stuff mushrooms we've come out with so much more knowledge on yeah it. every time it's always beneficial a couple of cities have done it. Denver did it. Uh, who just did it in Michigan, Ann Arbor, Michigan, just decriminalized mushrooms. I hope Maine's going to move that way soon. We, well, I hope so. We might. I mean, we just legalized cannabis completely. We're yeah. getting little stores and shit. Be alive. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, not even just for like, like to just go to the store and buy a fucking, <laughs> a couple of joints. Like it's the little, the little medicinal things, the people with cancer that can use CB17 or the people that can't sleep that need CBN. Like this is the most beneficial plant on the entire planet. Even its constituents like hemp. Hemp is, it's virtually the same plant. It's not the same exact plant, but it's in the same plant family. And it was illegal for a long time, which had nothing to do with getting fucking high. It was all really about control. But that's over here in Maine anyway. Yeah. And and I enjoy that. I, I want to see beneficial things come from it. Just reusable paper and plastic yeah. from it. Like, it's, it's the wood biodegradable. is Yeah. You can... You can do so much with it, and then when you're done, because humans trash everything we touch, it'd be really nice if our trash would just decompose back to dirt. And hemp gives us that option. I like that a lot. Henry Ford made a a Model T back in the day with hemp, and he was smashing it with sledgehammers, and it wouldn't break. It's stronger than steel. It's stronger than wood. Like, if you can get reconstituted hemp boards, your house would last hundreds and thousands of years. It's just that strong. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I think Trump signed something about hemp. Trump signed something about hemp? Well, that's probably one of the the better things that he's done. (laughs) I'll look it up. Hold on. Good. Hemp is a miracle plant. There's so much that can come from it. It's too bad. I think they, they pinned it on Mexicans and blacks back in the day. 
tried to call it uh they called it marijuana which just means wild weed in mexican mexican dialect spanish uh so they tried to outlaw it they tried to call it reefer madness you know and all that all that crazy shit december 2018 he officially legalized industrial hemp good good long time coming why aren't we seeing more of it though well, I bet you didn't even fucking know that, did you? I didn't know that, no. Little baby steps, because I think what they used the race war to de- uh, to criminalize yeah. marijuana, but the, I think the I think the original reason why they started fighting against it was it was basically the, the logging companies versus the hemp growers. Makes sense. You know, how are we going to build our houses? How are we going to make our paper? And, well, uh, wood won. <laughs> Which is odd, because hemp's better. And tenfold better. And it grows faster. So much faster. You can get so much return off a single acre of land with hemp than you could with trees. And the oxygen output would probably affect a lot of the carbon emissions that we just like throwing out there with our big diesel fucking (laughs) trucks in your face. That's dope. What's that? Sam Walker. Hey, Sam, if you're fucking watching this, when are you going to come on this podcast? I'm fucking tired of your shit. <laughs> she she's fucking phenomenal with the makeup. She's crazy yeah. good. She's cool. She's a cool girl. We went to school with her. We both went to the same uh every school together. Uh we didn't date in school. <laughs> he was too good for me. He was a fucking Oh yeah. I, was, I, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't a jock, but I, I, I was, was I'm bitch. I'm just half black, so I'm kind of athletic. <laughs> <laughs> but I I was nerdy, but, but still kind of jockey. Like he was nerdy. No, no. He didn't seem nerdy. No, I was cool. I was cool, man. Yeah, like so cool. Not not nearly as cool as I thought I was. No one is as cool <laughs> as I thought they were in high no, school. No, I'm way cooler now, in my opinion, than I was in high school. And I think I'm a dweeb now, so maybe that maybe maybe that stands for to like to force something. You know what I mean? The more you take yourself seriously, the less cool you actually are. That's true. But then there's a point where you like you're you're so uncool that you think you're too cool. That's a weird thing too. Like hipsters, like oh, oh I did this first. You know, that smugness is toxic. It is. Oh my god, it sends me through the fucking roof. I can't do it. I'm willing to let things go, but I can't. I'm a pit bull. Cancers. You you uh, believe in astrology? Yeah. Yeah? Different interpretations of it make me wonder. Like, Uberus, <sighs> and it really matches my personality pretty well. Um, and... Let's loop back to you said uh, everything has a vibration, everything has a sound. Mm-hmm. Planets have sounds, planets sh- have vibrations. Venus comes close to Earth, and different people feel different things. Yeah. yeah. Li- Libras take it pretty hard. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. It's good to know. I, I, I am all about astrology, I'm not about fucking horoscopes. I feel like horoscopes are bullshit. A lot of the time, it's just kind of someone's making money to write a column. When it, when I really believe it gets deeper into like your houses, here. I'm pretty sure there's twelve houses. I could be wrong. You got a sun. Your your sun sign is your sign, so you're a Taurus. But then you have a moon sign and a rising sign. 
and those play huge roles. Uh, my moon sign is if is that you? Is that me? I don't know. Oh, this it's this thing. Okay. Uh, my moon sign's a cancer. My sun sign's a cancer. So when we have a fucking a full moon, the majority of the people around me are like, you know, shit just gets crazy. <laughs> I'm so calm. Like it's it's just the most pleasant day it could possibly be. But what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know all that information, and I'd love to. I feel like that's something that the more you study, the more you'd be able to apply to yourself. And mm. I think that would probably even help get your chakras in line and get your it all, I think get it you all, on the way to ascension. It all has to do with the same things. It all It's all the same with little bits, if, that's make, if I'm making sense. Like, the puzzle. Everything's... At the end, you'll have a puzzle, but all these little bits are important pieces to the big puzzle. Yeah. That's like my life, like what I want to devote my life to is finding the little pieces through people, you know, like through people's experiences and people's ideals and people's thought processes. That explains the podcast, I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, I guess I guess so. You know, it sucks because I started this podcast because I watched Joe Rogan. And I listened to Joe Rogan because I was driving all the time. And I was like, this motherfucker just talks about whatever he wants with whoever he wants. And that's yeah. fucking fantastic. I'm not a huge talker. I like, if you get me talking, I'm going to talk. But in general, I'm kind of quiet. But I don't want to be like I. And the only way for me to get information is to talk to other people about information, about the information they have. And it's weird. Like I, I thought this would, I would start this, and I would just be like, ah, whatever, I'm fuck it. But it's actually it's quite enjoyable. You know, you want to take a guess at how long we've been talking? An hour and a half. Wow, you're good. Spot I'm a, on. I'm a cook. Oh yeah, I yeah. have to have <laughs> yeah. time in my head. True. <laughs> fucking damn good cook dude whatever that fucking pizza that you keep making me with the stack and whatever the fuck's on it oh my god the trick is just sauteing the veggies in a one sauce so like every molecule of those vegetables have mm. that flavor in it so fucking good i couldn't even believe that 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 could be a pizza see i'm i'm I like to look on Pinterest for meals and then not follow the fucking recipe and then just like comes out with it comes out with. But like you have a, a definite recipe in your mind on how things are supposed to go. Even if it's not the exact measurements of everything, you know how it's going to go. Yeah. Uh, when I look at a recipe, I'm just looking for the ingredients I need and then I wing it from there. That's why I'm not a very, I'm not a good baker because baking is yeah, specific <laughs> science and you have to have the perfect teaspoon. That's bullshit to me it's because bullshit. I like when I'm cooking, I just throw shit in random. I'll throw in a bunch of spices before I even taste it, and then I taste it. And if I got too much salt, you just add more food. Uh, you know. Oh. Ooh, oh. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. She made. Uh, chocolate chip Ooh, that was loud. that was that was way louder in the headphones than on in real life i'm sure it was <laughs> chocolate chip pumpkin chocolate chip cookies i knew i tasted pumpkin. soft yeah. soft baked pillows pillows with a couple of nuts 
Just like my bed. They're very soft. Oh my god. It like melts. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, she can't cook for shit, but she can bake. Whereas I can't bake, you can't bake, because we got to follow directions. She's a directions follower. I'm a, I've been a wing it man fucking since way back. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hey, it's so soft. Are they? I feel like I feel like uh, some people don't like that shit. Depends on the cookie. When you're dealing with pumpkin, you don't want a crunchy pumpkin. Yeah, anything. no, you don't want a crunchy pumpkin. Mm. No, that that would suck. This is so squishy that it's going to fall apart. And I like it. Oh, how many more? Oh, there's a lot more. I just put more in. God damn. There's a whole batch made. I have to go give some to Matt because the parchment paper came from him. So. Oh, lucky. Without him, we wouldn't have cookies. (laughs) You couldn't have cooked it on uh, tinfoil? They probably do a sizzle, huh? Yeah. Well, he he deserves these anyway. He wants these in his life. Cheers. Fucking hell. Sorry to be chewing and people. (laughs) (laughs) So what's that ASMR? Mm. Suddenly we're ASMR. It's fucking delicious. Um, We've been watching this lady, Emmy. Emmy made in Japan. I don't know if you ever heard of her. Dude, she's this adorable Asian woman. Wait a second. Uh, I've been seeing vi- videos. Maybe it's her. She roasted a sunflower recently. Yeah, dude. She's adorable. Adorable. And her incredible. Oh, my God. She's her, so sweet. That sunflower looked delicious. Yeah. Never never in my wildest dreams did I imagine doing that to a sunflower. No. Now, every time I go by someone's garden, I'm like, I'm going to eat that. <laughs> She's gonna just gonna steal that and eat it. <laughs> it looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like she like rubbed it and they like popped out of their little casings. We were like, wow. oh, we were so excited. <laughs> She's so her mouth is so big. It's just like the size of her mouth, and then she eats the fucking sunflower, and it's bigger than her head <laughs> and her hands put together. She's fucking so adorable. We watch her every day. We watch her make random shit, and um. I like want to meet her. <laughs> I want her to show me how she makes things, cause the ideas are outlandish. Um, the first time I ever seen her make anything, it was uh, what the fuck was it? It was it was something that blew my mind. Like I couldn't believe she was about to eat it. It like something that's not edible. She'll probably remember when she comes back. But it, I dude, saw her make a chocolate bar from scratch, like dude, roasting the cocoa beans, and fermenting them. Through, and, yeah, yeah. Hit them with the pestle and yeah. the mortar. That's that's some commitment for a candy bar. <laughs> if I want a candy hey. bar, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking work. It took her days. Obviously, she clipped it together so it looked real quick, but that had to have taken days. Yeah, dehydrate it, squanch it. I don't even know what that means, but she did it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. And she, just the way, like, I sometimes I don't believe her. Like, she eats things, and she's like, mm, that's good. Like, you are fucking lying. Like, I can see right through that bullshit. But I want to try that still. Exactly. I don't think I want to try making chocolate. I don't think that's in my wheelhouse. That's a lot of patience, and my kids take the majority of the patience that I don't already have. I don't think I can make chocolate. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Too many steps. It's, yeah. 
Yeah. It's probably why I haven't brewed my own beer or stuff like that. Mm. And the only thing I've ever grown was potato because you get to put it in the ground and then fuck off for three months and then come back and grab it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, potato's the easiest thing to grow. I've never fucking grown a potato. I've uh, I've tried my hand in it. I got an avocado up there growing. That has taken, uh, I planted it <laughs> May 15th. I didn't plant it. You put it in water. Uh, it's it's just a, like a little little fucking, it's like this tall now. Is uh, it's just not growing that long, that quick. So that stresses me out. I'd like to try something that grows quick, like a fucking potato. Weed grows like weed. That's easy. Did you know a potato's not the root? No. Never really thought about it. It's uh, it's like the middle. <laughs> yeah, okay, because, yeah, you pull it out of the ground, like there's the flower, the plant, and then there's a little root system to get to the potato. When you pull the potato out of the ground, there's these little veins. Yeah, it's the same with, like, ginger. Like, when you, if, when you eat ginger, that's not the root. Like, we call it ginger root, but it's not the root. That's, like, the plant itself, and, like, up at the top, it pops the little sprouts and the flowers, but underneath of it is roots. It's fucking weird, man. Plants are weird as fuck. I think carrots the same way. Cause mm. When you pull a fresh garden carrot out, there's all these tiny little tendrils that come off. Of yeah. It. You uh, you heard of Queen Anne's lace before? Uh, yeah, it's the uh, that flower. There's two different types. One's safe and one's poisonous. You can you can brew a tea and kill someone. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I thought they were all safe. No. That's good to know. Thank you. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I uh, I was just about to tell the whole world that that's a wild carrot because that's that's what it is. Uh, don't do it. Don't don't go foraging for Queen Anne's I, lace. I think you, it should be pretty easy to tell the difference. I can't remember which way's which, but one of the plants, uh, the flower is concave, and the other one's convex, and that's how you can tell. Is the bad one convex? I don't know. I'm not gonna say that and like uh, yeah. risk someone <laughs> killing himself. <laughs> I'm just saying that there is a difference. True. True. Yeah, that's that's a good good idea. <laughs> I would like to know though, and not to kill someone so I can eat a wild carrot, and not kill myself. That'd be that'd be exciting. I would like to be more self sufficient in the woods. Yeah, absolutely, foraging and homesteading, chickens, ducks. You ever had a duck egg? Duck egg is the most delicious egg so you good. could ever have. It's uh, so fucking good. The yolk is incredible. The only weird thing about it is how the whites of the egg solidify. It's yeah. kind of rubbery, but just yeah. get over it. It's delicious. Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. Have you been Have you been to Duck Fat in Portland? No. Have you explained that this is Jan from Lowe's? No, we never we never went over that. Hey, this is Dan from Lowe's. <laughs> I, if, you, if you fucking follow my Facebook page and you hear me talk about Lowe's, this is the man giving me all the goddamn delicious food. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. Really, thank you. You've you've saved my uh, mental stay <laughs> so many times. So I'm like, fuck, it's 5.30, I gotta cook. Fuck, call Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Can I talk to Dan? <laughs> Dan? Dan is Anthony. Can you just... Make something. Make something. <laughs> and it's always good. Every time I've ever like asked you to make some random shit, it's fucking good. It's a weird it's a weird where you find friendships. Yeah, it's <laughs> this is the weirdest situation. Like <laughs> yeah. after I quit working there, yeah. you and I just start talking. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. You introduced me to DMT, which I'm forever grateful for. That's that's just wild. It's wild how things work that way. 
I think it was the way it panned out. I think it's the way it was supposed to go. I agree with you. What were we talking about before you? So rudely interrupted. It it was it was a nice rude Uh, duck fat. Oh, duck fat, dude! Duck fat in Portland. they're a little expensive, I'm not going to lie. But I'm a cheap son of a bitch, so everything's kind of expensive. Uh, I had a brisket sandwich there. Everything they make, like, fried food-wise is fried in duck fat, hence the name. Hmm. They slapped a fucking sunny-side-up duck egg. You good? Just sore. <laughs> they slapped a sunny-side-up duck egg on top of my fucking sandwich. It was amazing. I've never had a sandwich so fucking creamy. That yolk of the like the duck yolk is so rich compared to like a chicken egg. Unless you get one of the warm chicken right out of the buttocks, you know what I mean. <laughs> that that shit's pretty fucking good. But I think a duck egg still beats it. It's phenomenal. It makes me want to try other things, eggs, and then I feel like a piece of shit because I want to eat things, babies. But if really, it's not fertilized. It is just. It's just an egg. It's, yeah, it's just protein. Yeah. Delicious. Uh, I want to try ostrich. Bad. Real bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a that's a big egg, dude. Huge. Like, that's a full-on <laughs> two-person meal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd, if I get the chance, I'll eat the whole goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. The... With all the fixings <laughs> to it. I want, I want to know if it, like, tastes the same as chicken, if it has the same, like, consistency in the omelet or in... Can you imagine, like, a sunny-side-up ostrich egg? I don't know how you'd cook it even. That'd be difficult. Take forever. Maybe it'd be worth it. I don't know. Maybe. That's a lot of egg white. I'd, it might be better to scramble. Yeah. Have you ever... Uh, or poach. Yeah, it could be good poach. It'd be, it'd be huge poach. <laughs> Throw in a big old cast iron pot. Yeah. Make it make like a, a pan-sized uh, English muffin. Yeah, a whole bucket of hollandaise. Oh my, Benedict! Hollandaise is incredible. It's incredible. She couldn't eat it for the longest time because she was just pregnant for fucking nineteen years straight. (laughs) (laughs) Not not really, but our babies are fucking not very far apart, Uh, dude. Since she gave birth, we've had it a few different times, and she's like, she loves it. I love it with her. It's delicious. It's one of the best things in the world to eat. You weren't lying. You do like gum. Yeah. It's it's better than, than like, pulling your hair out. Can you imagine that? Oh, that would be awful. Um, <laughs> Individual uh, I know hair. a lot of people, a lot of my friends do this when they're getting anxious or something, and they just, like, rip the sides of their thumbs off. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's... A lot of my friends, like, I don't know if it's just a trait from the people I'm around, but almost every single one of them, when they get twitchy, they do this. That's weird. And I've just like looked at them and been like, stop that. Stop. stop. <laughs> You're giving me anxiety. I'm a finger, jazz hands twitcher. They're just kind of like, like I'm trying to get dirt off my hand. Like I ate some jelly donut and I want to get the fucking. Yeah, I do that. Uh, but I'm also, I'm a leg twitcher. Like a, like a bouncer? Yeah. Shake the whole house? Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> Damn, that fucking, I, you want to take some of those cookies home? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Because if not, I'm just going to gain seven pounds in a day. <laughs> I've Have you tried any uh, weight loss diets? I remember when a couple years ago you would fucking drop. You're still small now compared to then, too. Um, what would you do? I went on a metabolism 
yeah, a bit of a crash diet, a bit of a metabolism jump starter. Hmm. Uh, you wake up in the morning, you have a quarter cup of oatmeal. Like that's your first meal. Uh, you're not supposed to have any salt. You're not supposed to have any additives, whatever. Uh, a couple hours later, you have a piece of fruit. A couple hours later, you have a piece of bread and a protein, either a piece of cheese or a piece of meat. Um, a couple hours later, you have another piece of fruit or a vegetable. A couple hours later, you have uh, some rice with another with another protein and a vegetable. And then I think you get one more at the end of the day. And it's these tiny little meals. And as long as you're following religiously, like I set my phone full of timers for it. And like the second my timer went off, I mounted <laughs> After the first week, it wasn't too bad sticking with it because your body starts realizing, I will get another meal soon, mm-hmm. and that's what gives you the metabolism boost, but you can lose 10, uh, 10 pounds a week like that. It's pretty good. Yeah, but it's first couple of weeks is hard. Like it's, anything, yeah. though. I did I did the keto diet for a while, and like the weight loss was cool. I dropped probably 40 pounds, but I the the lack of pain was even better because I found that uh, bread invokes uh, hold on the bread I just ate is fucking with my mind inflammation the bread and pastas and sugars and um, simple carbohydrates invoke inflammation throughout your whole body and you don't realize it uh when i stopped eating all those things and i i kept it to like vegetables and cheeses and meats high fat which takes a lot of getting used to at first like you gotta eat fat bombs coconut fucking oil and peanut butter and and butter in like a fat bomb like you you melt it and then you freeze it and you eat it and at first, it's disgusting because it's a lot of fucking oil. You're, like, overly satiated. But after a couple of weeks, all the inflammation goes away. And your body gets fat adapted because that's what it wants to eat. Hence, the storage of fat. Because we use the carbs and we annihilate the carbs and store the fat away for later. Um, I found that my I could move. Like, I could run up. Like, we have fucking three sets of... 15 steps in this house i could like leap up them like I, they didn't exist hmm. i could jump higher move faster like i wake up in the morning and my back didn't hurt anymore the only problem i found is that it was so hard to go to sleep it was so hard to get my mind to unwind because i at the same time i was intermittent fasting so i wasn't eating until about 12 or one o'clock and then i'd eat everything that I was going to eat in that day between 12, 1, and 6. So then all that fat made my brain like, yeah! <laughs> and I couldn't wind back down easily. I had to fucking stare at the ceiling for a while. Uh, which is cool for introspection, but it's horrible for sleep. Yeah. Um, but I recommend, like, if, if someone's, like, having a hard time trying to lose weight and they've been working out and they hit a plateau... Just change. Like, food really is huge. We really are what we eat. Exactly. Our our gut biome plays a bigger role in the way our brain thinks than the chemistry in our brain. Like, it controls the chemistry in our brain. 
salt, um, cholesterol are the building blocks of fucking all of our hormones. So if you have too much or not enough cholesterol in your diet, you're guaranteed to have your brain chemistry to be off. You might be depressed or you might be over anxious all the time. It's fucking crazy. You find people that eat like, like game and mostly game or they get their own food tend to be a little more athletic like because what they're eating is an athletic animal yeah. as opposed to a fat slobby pig that eats whatever it wants and <laughs> like bacon and sausage pork sausage even though it's so fucking delicious I w- yeah i'm stupid for not doing it more but like i love starting my day with fruit like a fr- like fruit, fruit salad yeah I always have a much better day. I'm just happier when it I gives start the day with It gives you all those nutrients that yeah. you don't usually get. And the sugar. I'm sure that sugar oh, helps. Boom! Like, bang. Hey, when you have a big heart and a small Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good cookie, babe. I'm, pr- yeah, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. There's You've another batch, just like another one, just come out. This is whole nice. Fucking, we're gonna <laughs> s- we're gonna send Dan with a Dan with a fucking yeah. a doggy bag. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about? Anything that's popping in your head that we keep skipping over? Not that I can really think of. My no. brain's starting to shut down. This mm. is more social than I normally am. Mm. I yeah, want to come back in true. the future. You do? Yeah. Good man. We get uh, we could set that up. I mean, I don't really do much except work and be a dad, so I'm sure there's time. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy this. I'm glad that you uh, you kind of run along the same brain wang- wavelengths as me when it comes to a lot of shit here. I'm uh, I'm excited that we were able to get through a conversation in this day and age without even brushing a posh uh, 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 brushing politics whatsoever and that's enjoyable i feel like that is a huge folly in society today like everyone's so hyper focused on politics it's probably because of social media definitely but yeah until i find someone specifically spewing bullshit just be nice to each other for fuck's sake it's not hard it's it's no it's not it's It's not not hard to just treat people like fucking people (laughs) And if you're not, I will get aggressive at you. Yes. But, like... <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, if you want to have a quick politic chat, I'm a pirate. I don't believe... I don't even believe in borders. I don't really no. believe in big government. I don't... I think that we can govern ourselves a lot better than we've been told. And the reason that everyone's going to say bullshit, you're you're stupid, it's because you've got... We've never lived in a non-government world. No, nope, sure I don't, I don't, for one second, think that it can. I, th- I think it can happen. I think a little government helps. I'll just like to have processes and stuff like that happen in the background that you don't have to worry about, like the defending the country and shit like that. But other than that, like we can, we are adults. Yeah. And uh, the adults that aren't adults and their children are taken care of by adults. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be told what to do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the perfect government should really just be focusing on infrastructure. Yeah. Traveling. Yeah. Traveling and maybe trading, like, I just, but everything else, yeah, getting told what to do, what we can eat, what we can't eat, uh, deciding what goes into our drinking water. That's insane. 
yeah. fluoride in the drinking water. Fluoride fucks with your pin- pineal glands. It sure I does. Think that's why so many people are sheep. It's, uh, yeah, they don't. They don't understand. They forgot the lost connection because it's calcified by the the fluoride, the fluoridic acid. If we're gonna be real about it, I try to be careful about my intake for that. Like, I, Tom's of Maine has a fluoride-free uh, toothpaste. Hello. What? Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> hey. No, there's it's a, a brand called. Hello. Is that from Tom's? No. No. Okay. Uh, that same fluoride-free uh, toothpaste is also, uh, there's an ingredient in it that helps nerve pain. So, like, if you're actually suffering from a toothache, you can just dollop the toothpaste itself right really? on it and set it on. It works. Mm. We should, uh, yeah. her her cousin works there. We should ask her about that. That's that's dope. Yeah. She, she's talking about Hello. Hello is a brand of toothpaste, mouthwash, uh, and all that shit. It has no fluoride in it. There's really nothing in it there's it's made with like coconut oil and shit like that which is hemp yeah nice yeah that's that's definitely the way to go all the chemicals are fucking killing us like slowly have you heard of dupont dupont oil company (laughs) no no (laughs) well maybe they might be connected uh dupont owned and made teflon Teflon's incredibly toxic. Incredibly toxic. Yeah, there's a documentary all about it. Uh, Apparently, for years, they were just dumping their trash into the river. And that river was getting into the aquifers and the groundwater and killing all the animals and causing people to have birth defects and shit like that. Uh, They did it for a long time, and they got away with it. And because of it... Every human, so they say, every human on this planet has DuPont's chemicals from the byproducts of making Teflon in our DNA, which is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Can you imagine, no. like, what life would be like if we, if we, if those piece of shit companies and people weren't allowed to do things like that to us? Like, they, their forethought was safety of our fellow human before. Uh, profit we'd live in a different world that's the world i want to live in yes sir one of our first conversations in person uh when you you got something off me and i told you i don't want i don't want money i'd paid Hmm. that's that's the world i'd like to see yeah i I don't think we need a money-based economy we can can trade the problem is who's gonna dig that coal i'm not digging that coal to trade we for somebody, we coal. we don't need coal, <laughs> right? We don't. We don't need these things that we're digging into the mountains for. We don't. We don't. We lived for a long time without it. At what we forgot about it, and everything was wiped out about twelve thousand years ago or so. But <laughs> yeah, we lived a long time without it all. Yeah, I feel like we had electricity a long time ago too. I agree. Uh, we we've discussed the uh, power plant theory. Uh, yeah, the pyramids. The pyramid power plant theory, which is where Tesla got a lot of his ideas. And it makes sense. If you look at like a lot of older civilizations, they all look like motherboards, like the layouts of all their... Yeah, you, you look at the Giza Plateau from above, you look at the Aztec, uh, Teotihuacan. Te- yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, it looks like a motherboard. That's a hard word to say, too. You fucking got it. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, no, it... Uh, it all looks like an electrical grid. It all looks like a motherboard. I went to school to be an electrician, and there's a little, little time in there where you spend on electronics. And that does 
in fact look like a motherboard it looks like transistors it looks like fucking capacitors that's it looks like it generates energy electricity the tunnels under there are filled with mercury and mica yep that's quartz yeah and it's crazy apparently the the pyramid um the tunnels underneath had water running and because the earth spins and the water under there makes hydrostatic electricity that translates i mean that that bounces around inside the chambers that are made of quartz and mica and mercury and it creates a a resonant energy and that energy could be used to tap into anything you could walk up with a light bulb and it would turn on we're missing a lot of shit dan (laughs) we're missing it all if you take a pyramid right now pyramid structure is one of the most perfect geometric shapes it's one of the platonic solids if you take plants and put them inside a pyramid they're they grow faster they grow faster they grow stronger did you watch the did you watch the spirit science video on pyramids oh yeah fuck okay then uh they they mentioned the test in there where like rats and mice were responding better to medicines in, in inside the pyramid they could grow antibiotics in there better um that shape if you take that shape and you put like an electric coil in it like uh what are those ergonite pyramids you take an ergonite pyramid have you ever seen those it's like a clear pyramid it's got an electrical coil inside with a couple of different types of uh, minerals if you take that fucking thing and you spin it and you run water underneath it like if you set up a stream and want run water underneath it and you spin the whole thing it generates roughly 10,000 times more energy than it would just sitting there. And by just sitting there, it transmits some energy. But when you spin it and it has hydrostatic electricity, it generates more electricity. I don't know what the tunnels do inside those pyramids in the Giza Plateau, but I'm, go- I'm willing to bet that, that that does something and did something back then, and we are missing. Yeah. They said they were covered... The outside, you know how we see them, it looks like steps. They said that was sheer. And it had like a top on it, a metallic top, a golden top. Yeah, they say gold. Yeah. And if it was one solid shape, all the electricity bouncing up would have gone to tap yep. and shoot into the ionosphere. Which, that's Tesla's theory. Yeah. And that's he, he, he studied in Egypt for a while. He studied the pyramids. It's too bad he got shafted, man. Yeah, that's what happens when you get too close to the truth. Mm-hmm. Makes me scared to talk. Not really. Come at me. <laughs> yeah. uh, on that note, it's uh, it's been two hours. I enjoyed this very much. Let's do this again. Can't wait. Uh, thank you for coming, man. Um, no yeah, we'll figure out a time. Set up something dope again. If I feel like you got some more information in there. Now that you got the first podcast out of your system, you'll be like, yeah, this is it's just a camera in my face. Just a camera and a microphone. I forget the cameras there, honestly. That's yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's a good position. Not even really there. The microphone isn't even in the way that much either. It's I my, bumped it once. Yeah, it <laughs> happened. Dude, I slap this stuff all the time. All right, we kill it. What time is it? Late o'clock. Late o'clock. Nine right. forty. Late, everybody. Thank you, man. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Take the spaceship and they'll make me go with them. Oh, I can, kid. Shit. 
Den came in and dropped some serious knowledge on you motherfuckers today. That was dope. Shout out to Dan Levesque for coming by. And check out River Tap and Grill in Hollis. Shout out to Mike DiPietro for the fly-ass intro and outro beats. You can check him out on SoundCloud at Dip Vintage. Till next time, one love, people.